On today's episode of the QuestCast, what shall we uncover today? What journey will we embark on? Well, how about this one, Murph? As a good friend, a good coach, you recently informed me that I needed to stop my jujitsu journey. That is correct. Could you elaborate for the people the the thinking behind this? I I know the reason deep down, but I want to hear your your point of view. So the reason for this, I've been thinking about this for the last few months, <clears throat> and the reason for this was um, self-professed by you. I didn't really see uh, strong interest. Like it was something fun. Don't get me wrong from your vantage point. I'm looking at this from your point of view. Something fun to engage in, not necessarily something where you want to compete or something where you uh, want to get your black belt or anything like that. Just something fun, a recreational hobby, right? But from my point of view, I thought to myself, are there other things that might be potentially worth DJ's time? Because at the moment you practice, what, once a week, right? Maybe an hour, hour and a half, um, each week or so, but I made that, I, I said that to you because I thought there's probably other things that are more worth your time than jujitsu. Like as, as speaking honestly, like I think you would probably enjoy something. And I told this to you already, uh, something like Olympic weightlifting more than jujitsu, or uh, if you wanted to hit the zone two cardio on the assault bike for a little bit or cook or get some extra rest Stuff like that. But Mirth, let's be let's be honest here. You have a podcast called Mental Jiu-Jitsu. And as we know, you are a master of psychology. And that's what makes you a great coach. And I think we both know that all great athletes in their sport had that moment where they were told, maybe this isn't for you. And that's when they decided to rise to the top and take it to the next level. So are you my uh, basketball coach and am I Michael Jordan? Yeah. Are you the Oracle? And am I Neo? Am I not the one? Are you really just using your sports psychology to take me to the next level? Look, it's your choice if you want to go through with it or not. But I made the recommendation as a friend, speaking honestly to you. And here's the preface for that. I say it because I trust you to be able to handle what I can say. And I think that is a very responsible thing um, for any friendship, partnership, relationship, et cetera, et cetera. Right? If I had, let's say, withheld that from you, keep in mind, I've been thinking about this for a while too. Like, hmm, like I'm getting this feeling. I'm, I think I could be wrong though. So like, give me some time to muse it over. Let me be sure of what I want to say first. And after thinking about it, I said, yeah, that's how I truly feel. Again, there's no implication on your side. You don't have to take what I have to say. And I really mean it <laughs> when I say, I think you would enjoy other things other than jujitsu. And I thought about other reasons like maybe you do actually enjoy it. Maybe I don't have enough information to provide conclusive evidence, right? Maybe it's the social component of the social aspect of it. But 
<laughs> in terms of like a coaching moment, that's not that's precisely not how I envisioned it. It was more so of the fact that I was just I thought about it. If DJ, uh, if the reason why DJ wanted to do jujitsu was a shared activity, I think that there are other shared activities as well that would be uh, more worth your time. Mm-hmm. So this is this is the Rogan. Brendan Shaw moment. <laughs> Will you love me so much as a friend that you're going to break down and get vulnerable and you're going to tell me for my greater good that, you know, I'm hurting myself and that it's not think- sustainable. You don't want me to get the head trauma, the sprained toes. Yeah. Staph infection, some kind of, uh, stomach virus no and again this is a this is a testament I, I believe to how comfortable and confident I feel in our relationship together because if I felt like I had to walk on eggshells around you with that of course then I, I I would feel a little differently like oh that's not something I can tell DJ but I'm framing it from the perspective of if DJ were to say something like that to me I would hope that he can trust me to be able to handle what I, uh, what, what he has to say and vice versa. I want that to be um, not an expectation necessarily, but a standard, right, in my relationships. If you feel like you can't come to me with something, that's on me, right? What am I doing that's making you feel uncomfortable, that's making you feel like I'm un- unapproachable? Vice versa, on my side, let me take the initiative to engage in this level of conversation, to demonstrate that I both trust you and I love you enough to be able to tell you what the truth is, not what I think you want to hear. Look, that's a good coach right there. (laughs) Telling the student what they need to hear. Is it the truth or is it what they need to hear now? I don't know. Well, well, let's, let's, let's flip the tables now. When you heard that, what was going through in your mind? Because I, if I remember correctly, uh, I, I told you, hey, DJ, I think you should stop jujitsu. Well, yeah, I was, I was, the reasons you said why, which is what I was interested in, you know, aren't necessarily wrong. I don't really care for the art of jujitsu. I think it just feels like a great workout. Um, I enjoy the physical aspect of it. I enjoy the social aspect of it. Don't care too much about the game, really. Um, but that's how I felt about climbing, about most things. It's less for the skill or competition and more for the, I guess, just the, the physical practice. Even the thing I loved the most, which was probably football when I was growing up, I did not care about the game of football. I just like to hit people. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about the score if we won or, or lost. Didn't really care about my teammates that much. Mm. I just thought it was fun that you got to go out and, and, and play the game. Um, so yeah, that, I don't know if that, what would you recommend instead of baking I do love doing. Uh, what do you recommend? 
for someone like me as a physical pursuit? That's not jujitsu. Yeah. What, what would you say? Looking, looking at me, you know me. What would be a better physical pursuit? I, I think I told you already, right? I, it's unpopular to say, but I think it's okay to cut out physical practice uh, in exchange for something that's more valuable for you. You know? Mm, okay. Less physical practice, maybe something uh, like learning a new language. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that to you specifically, but you, you're thinking along the lines that I'm thinking about, um, which is I'm looking at it from the vehicle of opportunity cost. Like, What's the opportunity cost of you learning jujitsu once a week versus you devoting that time to, let's say, making kombucha as a random example of that? Mm. Um, it's not that much time, admittedly, but even then, could you make that exchange for something that's particularly more valuable? Um, for you as a friend, I'm thinking that there are other things and I don't know what they are. That's why I just make some recommendations that I think you would, but you know, unless you embody that, that's not really your experience. But in my mind, I'm thinking DJ would probably get more out of XYZ activity than jujitsu. Now, that's up to your volition. If you choose to continue, I'm all for it, and I support it wholeheartedly. Okay, so if we take the principles of that decision, say we have a class of people doing whatever it is, doesn't have to be jujitsu. Let's say it's just exercise or weightlifting. Yeah. What is the factors you would take in account to make the decision of this is worth it versus this is not worth it? Is it time invested? Is it enjoyment? What, what are the things you look at as a coach to uh, make a decision? Yes or no? That's a great, that's a great question. Cause I've had this conversation with multiple people as well. Um, let's say like in the, in the dance world, as an example, dance, if you want to get into, let's say the professional realm of things, it's hard. You're going to face rejection. Um, you're going to feel talentless. You're going to feel like uh, lesser than because people aren't choosing you. You're going to go through the, the whole range of, of human emotion. What I'm looking at specifically is not necessarily the reasons why you're doing something. Because I think that for you as an example, right, if I were to base the decision off of, oh, he doesn't care about the game or the art, that's, a, that's not fair because <laughs> you have your own reasons for it. So I'm not looking at that. What I am looking for is given the, uh, given the individual that's in front of me that I know, presumably, can I see something else that would give them same or similar benefit, if not more, right? Like if the enjoyment factor from dance is, wow, I get to move my body in this way, or, oh, I get to perform, is there perhaps another avenue for you where that could be better if you're feeling stressed out about it, if you're feeling apathetic about it, but you're still doing it just because you want to prove a point or X, Y, and Z, that kind of thing. I've had to have that conversation with myself as well. So, so this kind of goes back to uh, one of the topics we spoke about on the podcast, which was, does it have to be fun in order to do it? 
And then this line of thinking, yes, it should be fun. There's two things I like to distinguish, art and craft. So in any sport, activity, discipline, or whatever, there's the art component, which is the subjective, and then there's the craft component, which is the more objective. So in jujitsu, as an example, the art would be, uh, you know, be really understanding the intricacies of these positions, moving in and out, being able to weave, et cetera, et cetera, your own individual style, uh, whether you like to play from this position versus this position, et cetera, et cetera that kind of thing, that's the art, that's the more subjective component. The objective uh, craft component of it is, hmm, can you execute this? Can you execute that? How do you feel when you're executing this? Do you feel confident in that ability? Same goes for many other disciplines. So for me, it's, it's much more difficult to make comparisons with the art because that's all you, that's all the other person, that's their embodied experience. Um, on the technicalities of the craft, uh, I think that's where we can uh, make some figurative and, and literal comparisons. So that's what I'm looking at. Mm. So you're saying on the is this is more on the objective skill side. So you're saying I'm a slow learner. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, again, going back to the original point, given that example, art and craft, right? Mm -hmm. Is there another craft that you can participate in that would make you feel as good in the art component? Based on that, or is there anything comparable to that experience? Not so like a one-to-one, -one, like a body position or anything like that. Like I wouldn't make the recommendation to you to be like, hey, I think you should start like a contemporary dance class. So I'm looking at other things that have the art and craft component like cooking. That's what I'm looking at. It's not, it's, not, it's not a comparison on your skill level or anything like that. If you continued with it, you know, for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, that's beautiful. You don't have to have these grand ambitions to win IBJJF or to get your black belt even or any, any of that. Like it's, a, it's a practice. Mm -hmm. My concern, anytime I think about situations like this, my concern is, is there something better that you could be doing with your time? I mean, it's a, I haven't really thought about that because I don't really approach things based off of happiness. Um, <laughs> it's a novel idea. I, I so, haven't so, thought about that. So here's the thing. This is unpopular. The, thing, the things that would make me happiest are probably the worst for me when I think about <laughs> the things I do based off happiness. And this, uh, this is something that uh, I've also been reflecting on. Um, I'm less concerned with happiness these days for myself and what I am looking for instead these days is fulfillment. They're not mm. necessarily the same thing. Just because you're fulfilled doesn't mean you're happy. And just because you're happy doesn't mean you're fulfilled. Vice versa, right? Um, and right now, at the current moment, that's the mindset. That's the frame of mind that I'm operating off of. Instead of looking for happiness, starting from that point, starting from happy, Shoutouts to the book by the uh, Google researcher. I believe that's his title. They're on the same line, but I think that um, summarizes it very succinctly. Instead of looking for things that make us happy, starting from a place of happiness or satisfaction, if you wanted to replace that word, and instead looking for something that is fulfilling, a service that I'm providing to other people or being of help, being of use, 
contributing something, things along those lines. For me, personally, mm-hmm. yeah, I know that I can project that onto other people as well, but that's also, admitting that is also part of the reason why I made that recommendation to you. Like, is there something else that would be more fulfilling for DJ? Was the question I had in mind. And the answer is yes, to me. Well, the answer is definitely yes. <laughs> definitely. But, but, but here's the interesting question to you, DJ, that I pose. Even, and this goes with the question of like settling versus satisfaction, yada, yada, yada. But even though, let's say we both agree on the fact that there could be something else that's more fulfilling for you than jujitsu. Assuming we either, uh, assuming you haven't made that choice yet, right? What do you think uh, stops you from, let's say, choosing something else? What stops me from quitting? Not in a protectionist way, but in a way where it says like, I'm choosing jujitsu over these things, even though I know or I understand that these things could potentially be better. Because I think that's a very human and healthy choice to make as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, physically, if I just look on a physical level, it's hard to replicate that in another activity, such as cooking. Mm. Um, and it is more enjoyable than the assault bike or some conditioning work because there's a social element <clears throat> and it's a, you know, it has meaning behind it. It's a practice where you're, you know, in the moment. Um, yeah. I don't take it too seriously. I don't take jujitsu very seriously. Um, but I think it's more the things surrounding it. Like it's an excuse to hang out with other people. Um, and I get a, my conditioning, I get a good workout in, I get all the positions in like, those are my main things. If there was something that could hit the physical aspect and maybe the social aspect, um, yeah, I wouldn't mind replacing it with something else. It's an interesting thought experiment for you to think about. Yeah. It's an interesting conversation in general on just everyone has limited resources. Everyone has energy. When do you, do you have heuristics on when you should spend it and when you should stop it and spend it on something else? I don't know. It's, you know, you have to think about that with everything in your life. It's a decision. And you as a coach, I mean, you're probably more informed than most people if you're going to, you know, give feedback on that. So it's an interesting thought process, I think. Let's say I have 10, 10 jujitsu students, just randomly, just 10 people. But I noticed that two out of the 10, they're not really enjoying it. I don't really see that their interest in it is... Um, aligned with the others, let's say. Everyone has their own individual reasons, right? One wants to be competitive, maybe. One wants to do this because, I don't know, their parents used to do it. 
Another wants to do this because they got bullied and they want to feel more confident in themselves again uh, from that experience, so on and so forth. There's so, there's so many different reasons why anyone would want to engage in this specific practice. But as a coach, if, you, if you're looking at that, I think, I think there's two things you can do. One is you can try to encourage and inspire them to be like, hey, man, I believe in you. And I think that's really good, too, because sometimes you do need belief from somebody else to reinforce that belief in yourself, especially with like self-doubt or, um, you know, self-inquiry into the sense like, oh, I don't feel like I'm good enough for this, that kind of stuff, right? If you're having that kind of conversation, I think it's really, really healthy for a coach to do that. However, on the other side of the issue, I think it's also healthy to be honest about when somebody, again, as a coach, uh, they aren't into it or um, like them as an individual, you see that they're not, they're not fully engaged at the very least. If they're there, they're thinking about something else. You know, they're worried about other concerns, other things happening in their life that they need to take care of. And that's okay. I mean, everyone goes through that. It's more honest and it's, it's less operating from a place of desperation, you know? It's operating from the view, vantage point of like, hey, like I understand that this may not be right for you and that's okay. You know, it's, it's not gonna make us see you any less than or any, you know, like, oh man, you see that guy who wasn't contributing, now he left, blah, blah, blah. No, you know, not like that. I understand why people think that, but uh, at the same time, it's, it's operating out of the, and this can, this can go wrong as well, but it's operating out of what is best for the person in front of me. Is it better for them to be in, in this situation with me and these other people, or is it better for them to go off into their own direction and do their own thing? Then there's also another way of coaching, uh, as seen in the hit movie Whiplash, where the coach, you know, is a little extra hard on one of the students because they see something special in them. And maybe they say, you know, am I on the beat? Is it too fast? Is it too slow? And they drive them away. But it's really to drive them harder forward. They want to give them resistance to fight against. And I think out of all the coaches, that is the one who cares the most and puts the most into developing talent. And you know, that coach can't say, yeah, I do see talent because it would go against the process. But deep down that coach knows, hey, if I just ride them a little harder, you know, believe it or not, Martha, that's one of the most effective ways in a relationship oh. to, really, uh, to really produce action. Hey, not saying you're doing that, but if you were, hey, if you were, I see it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> not saying that's what's happening. But it, again, it's, it's a very honest conversation. Like genuinely, when I said that, I, I genuinely thought and still think that jujitsu is not for you. Like there's something else. And if it were about, you know, sharing the social aspect together, with me or anybody else, like there's, there's other things that we could be doing. Like maybe you enjoy, you know, going to the flower gardens or something, right? 
I don't know. Like if it's about hey. the time, then we could do something else. You're good at this. <laughs> you are good at this. I'm, I don't know what I'm being good at, DJ. You this need is to my, write a book. This is this you need is to my write a mental jujitsu book. And the lessons in the book can really be lessons about on the mat. I, I don't It's I all don't about understand. timing. You know what? I listen to what you say, coach. It's all about timing. You got to push and you you're waiting for them to pull. And that's when you that's when you take your opportunity. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you and you know what? You're getting me. You're getting me to pull. <laughs> you're getting me to pull, coach. I'm living the lessons. You are Mr. Miyagi and I'm waxing off the hits right here. Waxing on. You got me. You got me on the boat on one leg, crane pose, and I'm saying, "What the hell is going on?" But you're sitting back, saying, "You know what? One day this is gonna pay off. You're gonna see." I mean, I know I say be intentional. About you're rocking that boat, this, but I'm not. <laughs> this is not intentional. Um, what I find interesting about this whole scenario is the fact that. Jiu-Jitsu is really only one small piece of the puzzle, <laughs> you know, like you only train once, once a week anyway. So it's not like something that you've like made and made a huge time commitment and investment into that's not all a of a deal. sudden going to be yeah. replaced. You know not very important to me. Yeah. <laughs> so whether you choose to or not has no bearing on our friendship. I just wouldn't want you to do it. I wouldn't want you to do it for, um let's say let's say like if you feel like this is the only thing that we do together i want i wouldn't want you to do it because because of that like if it, if that was the reason then i'd be like okay we can do something else you know like like what i said we can go visit the flower gardens we can you know go write haikus on the mountaintop but that look point dad i mean i mean mirth <laughs> when are you gonna be proud of me huh I'm all, I'm all, when are I'm you gonna be proud, proud of, of me, DJ? I'm already proud of you. When are you gonna validate <laughs> my effort? I don't know. I don't know. You where. want me to start following jujitsu Instagram accounts and YouTube videos? No, I don't. You want me to stay up all night and look at breakdowns? You want me to purchase those DVDs they advertise me? All I'm saying is that you, you, you've given jujitsu, I think, a year and a half worth of time if there were something else that you wanted to do i would encourage you to go do that i hear what you're saying but i feel what your heart's saying mirth <laughs> received loud and clear i feel it oh man you this, see potential in me everyone has has the potential to to do stuff you're you're, you're not doing jujitsu to live up to my expectation of what you can do in jujitsu that's not what Come I want on, you, you know to that. do. This, that's what this is all about. Let's no, not lie to each not. other. I want to be accepted, and you're testing me so I can be part of the elite. You, <laughs> want me in the, you want me in the League of Shadows, and this is a test. <laughs> it's not a you test. You just gave me that, that herb that's a hallucinant, and then the bat's flying at me, and I have to conquer it which is really conquering myself. I don't care what anyone says, Mirth. You might be one of the greatest teachers in the game because this isn't even about jujitsu. This is about life. <laughs> this is about life.
framing it from the vantage point of love and honesty. It sounds like you're going to continue jujitsu. So this is... Don't say that because it makes me want to quit. You, <laughs> you keep up with that reverse psychology because you know me. You know my personality type. You know I'm a contrarian. Honest to God, I wasn't expecting this. I was, Next I was time I see you, better have a handful of flowers. You better give them to me. <laughs> and you better say this is for your new hobby. <laughs> I, I went to the nearest uh, arbitorium and I, and I got you some <laughs> some daffodils and some some tulips. Would you like to try this uh, a prayer plant? Yeah, it's, it's it only needs watering every ten days. You know, very low maintenance. Yeah, that would just up my game. <laughs> PRs I would hit. Well, look, man. Look, I'm I'm glad that your your reaction to it isn't one of um, resentment at the very least. You know, it doesn't sound like it's it's something that is going to like add a rift into our relationship or anything like that, right? Because if it were to come to that point, then I would be like, okay, let me examine myself. Let me do some self-reflection. Am I contributing to this friendship and this relationship? Well, no, honestly, the re the reason that it, the reason I guess it's not a big deal is because I really don't care about <laughs> jujitsu that much. And it's also the reason why it's easy to not quit because it's like ah, I'm just it's like curious curiosity and like ah, eh, this is something to do. If I were serious about it, then it would be something where i'd be like i can't continue you know it's like a, other things i've been serious about it's hard to get back into that because it won't be with the same seriousness you know and there's an expectation but this is so easy just not care about because i'm not serious about <laughs> and that's and that's the, that, and that's the whole that's the cool thing that i find about this this conversation because we we had we, I mean we had this discussion before as well, but um, I think I think it's healthy to be able to do that, and I'm glad that um, we're in, we're both in a place in our friendship where we can do that. Because there there are so one of the things that I'm grateful for. I've said this multiple times before, but for the people closest to me, for the people close to me, I'm really grateful the fact that the majority as far as i can see don't feel the need to walk on eggshells around me and if that is the case i want it to be point pointed out to me so that way i can reflect on my behavior on what is uh preventing that honesty from happening right like what am i doing that makes you feel like you can't approach me what am i guarding you know what am i what am i doing let me let me observe myself Vice versa, I wouldn't want my friendships to reflect that either. Because what that means to me, walking on eggshells around somebody, what that means to me is that I don't trust you. I don't trust you enough to hear, for you to hear what I have to say. I don't trust you enough to potentially uh, harm you in some way without that intention. I don't trust you enough to be honest with you. So let me send out my ambassador instead. Let me let me send out the version of me that is most palatable to you so that you can receive what I have to say. And what I say isn't actually the truth, in my opinion, but more so what you like to hear or what I think you like to hear, rather. I don't like that. 
I don't like being in friendships or relationships like that. So I don't want people to, to feel like alive that then for that. <laughs> for for many other people, I can see I can understand why this type of conversation would be difficult. Right? Like if you have somebody else's well being on your mind and you're not sure about how to approach it because you think it's gonna be a hard conversation, it's probably gonna be a difficult conversation to have. But nonetheless, I think those are the conversations that actually bring you closer rather than further away. Like if you told me, let's flip the script. If you told me, hey, Mirth, you know, I see you've been doing jujitsu and whatnot. I think you should quit, right? I would view that from a place of, hmm, that's interesting. Why, why do you think that? And not from a like, oh, what? Like I'm taken out of the blue, but literally, okay, he's saying this, I hope with the best interest in mind. And I trust that he's going to do that. So let me hear what he has to say. Let me see if there, if he can see something that I don't see in my game, any deficits, any holes or other things. And I know that's hard. So it's a work in progress for sure. But I love, I, I love knowing that it's not I think approaching it from the sense of care is good, but not being too careful because that means mm. you and I are afraid of something or there's some sort of apprehension that we can't get over. And we're placing the value of that apprehension, that fear above the truth and the honesty of the relationship is what that signifies to me when we do that. Um, and that's very human. But yeah, that's why I said that. I gave it thought, so that way it's not impulsive. It's not something that I'm just gonna blurt out, right? Gave it some sincere thought, thinking about it. And then when I felt ready, so I approached you with it. And here we are today talking about it on this podcast. Well, I think the people and I know what you really mean by that. And uh, the journey continues. It's my for my honest thought, and I, I'm glad that you're making whatever decision that you're choosing to make with I'm it. I'm not the one making. I'm not the one choosing decisions. You've chosen this path for me, and I'm not going <laughs> to let you down. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 leave it where it is. We'll Every hero it. needs an origin story, and you know, the more grim and disastrous, the better. So you're making it you. sound like a you're making it sound like a life or death situation. Thank you. Oh, you think it isn't? <laughs> this is for all the marbles. Do you have anything to um, top it off? Put the cream on top of the uh, on the Irish coffee. In closing, you know when you find yourself in purgatory, okay, and you're trying to burn off all your sins, people will uh, appear to you, helpers, guides. And they may appear to be demons, but you know what? Those are really angels trying to free you from this world, from this hell. So be careful who you label good and bad when it's done out of love. Thanks, coach. Thanks for listening to this podcast, everybody.